It's time to relax, grab a drink, pull up a chair by the hearth, and have a seat in the Skald Circle to listen to the tale of The Origin of the Reckon from English Folklore as told by Casimir. Before we begin our story, we wanted to remind you that we release new tales for free every week. Our shorter tales release on Wednesdays, and our longer chapter stories release on every other Saturday. Find out where you can hear them on our website at thescaldcircle.com. And be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out on one of our enchanting tales from around the world. And this is the tale of the origin of the Reckon from English folklore as told by Casimir. Long, long ago in the days when there were giants in the land, two of them were turned out by the rest and forced to go and live by themselves. So they set to work to build themselves a hill to live in. In a very short time, they had dug out the earth from the bed of the Severn, which runs in the trench they made to the present time. And with it, they piled up the Reckon, intending to make it their home. Those bare patches on the turf between the bladder stone and the top of the hill are marks of their feet where from that day to this the grass has never grown. But they had not been there long before they quarreled, and one of them struck at the other with his spade, but failed to hit him, and the spade descended to the ground, cleft the solid rock, and made the needle's eye. Then they began to fight, and the giant with a spade, for they seemed to have only had one between them, perhaps that was why they quarreled about, was getting the best of the first, but a raven flew up and pecked at his eyes, and the pain made him shed such a mighty tear that it hollowed out the little basin in the rock, which we call the raven's bowl, or sometimes the cuckoo's cup, which has never been dry since, but is always full of water even in the hottest summers. And now you may suppose it was very easy for the other giant to master the other who had had the spade, and when he had done so, he determined to put him where he could never trouble anyone again. So he very quickly put up the Urkal hill beside the reckon, and imprisoned his fallen foe within. There the poor blind giant remains until this day, and dead of night you may sometimes hear him groaning. There is another, better-known legend of this famous reckon. Once upon a time there was an old wicked giant in Wales who, for some reason or other, had a very great spite against the mayor of Shrewsbury and all his people, and he made up his mind to dam up the Severn, and by that means cause such a flood that the town would be drowned. So off he set carrying a spade full of earth and tramped along mile after mile, trying to find the way to Shrewsbury. And how he missed it I cannot tell, but he must have gone wrong somewhere, before at last he got close to Wellington, and by that time he was puffing and blowing under his heavy load, and wishing he was at the end of his journey. By and by there came a cobbler along the road with sacks of old boots and shoes on his back, for he lived at Wellington, and went once a fortnight to Shrewsbury to collect his customers' old boots and shoes and take them home with him to mend. The giant called out to him and said, I say, how far is it to Shrewsbury? Shrewsbury, said the cobbler. What do you want at Shrewsbury? Why, said the giant, to fill up the severin with this lump of earth I've got here. I've an old grudge against the mayor and the folks at Shrewsbury. And now I mean to drown them out and get rid of them all at once. My word, thought the cobbler, this shall never do. I can't afford to lose any customers. And so he spoke up again. Uh, he said, uh, 
You'll never get to Shrewsbury, not today nor tomorrow. Why, look at me, I've just come from Shrewsbury, and I've had to wear all these old boots and shoes on the road since I started. And he showed the giant his sack. Oh, said the giant with a great groan. Then it's no use. I'm fairly tired out already, and I can't carry this load of mine any further. I shall just drop it here and go home. So he dropped the earth on the ground just where he stood, and scraped his boots on the spade, and off he went home again to wail. And nobody ever heard anything of him in Shropshire again. But where he put down his earth, there stands the reckon to this day. And even the earth that he scraped off his boots was such a pile that it made the little Urkal by the reckon side. And that is the tale of the origin of the reckon from English folklore. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, we recommend taking a look at our Patreon page, as noted in the description below. You can earn great rewards while also supporting us, to keep these stories alive for generations to come. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your podcast app, and leave us a five-star rating if you enjoyed this story. A special thank you to Cat for their support this month. Without your contribution, we wouldn't be able to continue these stories, and we truly appreciate it. Visit thescaldcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current events, news, and much more. Not only that, but you can also visit our story archive of every tale we have ever told. It's sorted by origin and region for the convenience of your listening pleasure. Thank you for listening to our story. <laughs>